Hi, John. Hey there, Merlin. How's it going? Merlin. Merlin. It's going good, although, um, you know, one of the uh, one of the challenges of the sequester mm-hmm. is that there's a lot more uh, there's a lot more demand for the bandwidth around here. Everybody's, oh. everybody's on the computer. So, um, you know, given yeah. the uh, given the completely unprofessional way we record this show, mm. you may find that I go into robot voice or tiny voice. I'll consider Slow it. Uh, voice. I'll consider it an opportunity for improv, hmm. and we'll keep going at any cost for up to three hours. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. I know people are counting on us to provide I, that. Yeah, much, probably. Yeah. They're probably kind of think anything get at this point. Well, that they're, much needed <laughs> content. Uh huh. Yeah, and yeah, they're out of bread. Yeah, I, I have noticed, uh, maybe uh, strangely, that. Um, that on the on the podcasts where I am responsible for monitoring the listeners, now on Roderick on the line, I am not. Mm-hmm. You know, when we started doing this show, you uh, the premise was that I didn't know anything, and that if I were kept blissfully unaware, it would just make the thing run more smoothly. Huh. Which was, which was Are you wonderful. sure I knew that? I think, I think I knew that. True. Yeah, and I, think, I, I have forgotten more about this podcast than you've ever known. What? It's one hundred percent true, but yeah, I, but I do not know. I, don't, I do not know. I, I like it, the idea of that. Though. That's a fun. That's a fun premise. I don't know anything about the production or putting up of Roderick on the line. I don't really do any of the ad reads. I'm oh, that bit. Yes, yes, really yes. Of course. Dark. I think that is very much canonical. Yes. No, yeah, I understand. I literally woke up a few minutes ago, and you were kind enough to start late, so I'm still having that coffee. We also, go. I there just we... said I'm still haven't had coffee. I'm having coffee. <laughs> So now, flash uh, forward other, fourteen or fifteen years. How long has yeah. it been? <laughs> it's fourteen years. Some other show we can ask uh, Captain Merriam, but uh, 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 some other shows where I actually uh, look at the listenership numbers. It seems that the lack of commuters, the lack of daily commute time, has actually paradoxically reduced podcast listening oh, no. rather than inc- rather than have the sequester increase it. That seems rude. Well, isn't that something? Well, you know, it's a, they, I would call that, John, it turns out. It, it's, it turns out. Doesn't it seem like you would go, oh, yummy, 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 put right. all the John Roderick in my, in my face. Yeah. Yeah, but what's up with but, that? But people are home, they're taking baths, they're eating chili, mm-hmm. and they're like, <laughs> they're like, I don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> this economy. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Oh no. We get to say it. Oh no. We have to say it unironically again. Oh no. They've even taken that away from us. They've taken it away. Oh, John. That's my first time I've said it. It feels different. Yeah, in this economy. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Mac Weldon. You can learn more about Mac Weldon right now by visiting MacWeldon.com. Mac Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. Boy, their site is so easy to use. I mean, it's great. It's so easy to put stuff in your basket, and then it lets you know if you're getting a discount because what you bought, oh, it's so great. So easy. I've used it a lot. It's a really good website. Mac Weldon will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants, and more that you will ever wear. 
They have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, and they want you to be comfortable. So if you don't like your first pair, you keep it, and they will still refund you with no questions asked. Not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirt look good, they perform well, too. They are just the best. Now, listen, here, let me, let me tell you something. Mack Weldon really does value its loyal customers, and that's why they have created the Weldon Blue Loyalty Program. What is this? Well, you create an account. It's totally free. And when you place an order for any amount, never pay for shipping again. Once you purchase $200 worth of products from Mack Weldon, not only will you continue to receive free shipping, but you will start saving 20% on every order for the next year? Are you even kidding me? And level 2 also grants you access to new products before they're released to anyone else, as well as free gifts added to future orders. Dang, that is cool. <sighs> love these cats. You know, right now I'm wearing some Mack Weldon. I don't want to make it weird, but I'm wearing the Tech Cashmere long sleeve and charcoal heather size XL. Because I like, I like a roomy feel, you know, for, for, for a uh, shelter in place. I love their stuff. I buy it all the time. I want to be the highest level. I want to be the submarine commander of Mack Weldon because I believe in what they're doing and I like their freaking clothes so much. You will too. Please go to MacWeldon.com, get 20% off your order with the special promo code ROTL, just like it sounds, R-O-T-L, and, uh, and, uh, and, and you know, join us. Join us here in the future. Uh, level up. Level up at, uh, up at Mac Weldon. Yeah, that's a freebie. They can just use that. Our thanks to Mac Weldon for supporting Roderick on the line and all the great shows. <laughs> <laughs> we're fucked. No, huh? we're fucked. We're fucked. We are. We're, we're so fucked. fucked. Um, yeah, it's fun though. Uh, we, uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's a real mixed bag. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, <laughs> you know, sure. I like having, oh God, this is so shameful. Perhaps I don't, I don't want to mm. take over mm. the direction of the show, but I, I would mm. like to make uh, some, some notes and, and perhaps a confession. Yeah. And you know, I, I, uh, I have an omnibus package of confessions that I'd like to tender to you right now. And you know, one of them is that I don't like doing things. Um, right. This, this is stuff like this. I love. That's why it's my right job. Uh, I don't yeah, like having to be one hundred percent. Don't have to do things. Oh, one hundred percent. Well, that's what I'm about to say. Is I've got two. I got two fantasies, and and they're impossible. One of those fantasies is that someone literally put me to sleep for one solid month. <laughs> and maybe to rebuild me and and zap out all my tumors and stuff. That'd be nice. But the other sure. thing I want from day to day is runway, clear runway, clear skies. I I not only hear this is important. Now you will appreciate this. I think you will appreciate this in a way that a lot of people I know will think is weird. I, I not only don't want to have anything to do, but I want to know that I don't have anything oh, to do for sure. Now that's a, that's going to be lost on a lot of folks, but, and here's the thing, here's the big brag is like, except for dealing with the, let's say catastrophic changes of news twice a day that utterly changes our entire mm. earth planet doings. Earth planet. Yep. Earth planet. Doings. I want to know that for a series of days I could just, if I chose to, I could just know that's clear sky, clear runways all the way. Hey, Merle. Yeah. Tomorrow, yeah, you, you don't have to do anything. Uh, yeah, but I should check. No, 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 no. You, mm. in fact, it's irresponsible for you to do anything. Interesting. It, it is in violation of the law that you would do anything. Oh, so you're saying the ignorance, uh, ignoratia uh, gratis humanus, uh, non excusitat. Yeah. Right. Uh, if you, uh, if you Jesus don't, agree. if you don't social distance. From theoretical events, the terrorists win. 
you're against the law. Whoa, whoa. My, my friend Chad, who appear, uh, occasionally appears on this show, who mm-hmm. is a, uh, who's a, uh, a booking agent of some renown, um, he's, from, <coughs> he's from rural Washington. Let's call Olympia rural Washington. Uh, people in Olympia are going to protest that, but they know it's true. <laughs> what are they going to do, throw a cow at you? <laughs> they know it's true. Well, yeah, what are you, throw a gooey duck at me? <clears throat> what are you going to do, throw a grain silo at me? <laughs> So Chad, Wait, did you throw a farm subsidy at me? Chad's like, you know, he moved to Seattle a long time ago. He's a big city guy. He runs, he runs, uh, the, you know, the biggest clubs in town. He's he, Mr. he runs a club we were at. Yeah, that's right. He runs all the thing, every band in the world. He was on, he was on Saint Tropez one day waiting in line at a conch shop <laughs> and he gets a tap on his shoulder. He turns around. It's Paul McCartney and Paul's like, Hey, Chad, what's going on? You know, like it's in an Irish accent, of course, because that's what? one of the jokes that Paul does. Like Paul McCartney, like sees him and comes over and is like, hey, Chad. In a <clears> line <throat> for conch. Yeah. Paul McCartney is the one. Sir, Sir Paul McCartney. Sir Paul McCartney. Of Wings is the one right. who notices Chad. And then he notices him actively with a tap and a funny voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And oh Chad's like, God. oh, hey, Paul, what's up? This same Chad, his fantasy has always because Chad's a collector like I am, except he was one of those collectors that I don't know collected circus stuff and you know like prison photos and stuff that I never oh, collected. No. But, okay. but he's really into uh, you know Pendleton stuff and old blankets and he's he's a he's a classic Northwest junk store collector. Mm-hmm. I went to a I went to an estate sale with him one time, and there were these two like lumps of lead that had been very primitively shaped into faces. And Chad was like, "I have to have those. How much are these?" And the guy sitting behind the folding table was like, "Uh, fifty bucks each." <laughs> Tip number one: <laughs> never begin a negotiation by saying, "quote I have to have this." <laughs> And Chad, Chad was like, he, you know, he like says to me in a whisper, "I think these are some. I think these are something." And I was like, they're not anything, Chad. They're lumps of – and he was like, no, no, no. I think this is something. And he paid 100 bucks for them, and they sit on his man, his shelf of treasures, huh. and he's not been able to – he's not – he cannot find anyone that will confirm that they are like some kind of important thing. But he believes it. Huh. But his, his collection is way <clears throat> deeper and cooler than mine because he's – He's got focus, actually, it sounds like. He's got focus. Mm-hmm. He has – Albums and albums of Polaroid photos taken in prison by gang members all in the 70s and early 80s. So all these guys like, you know, with like making these proto gang signs in prison and then they sign the bottom of the Polaroid and I guess send it to their girlfriends and then their girlfriends put it on eBay or somebody's, somebody's, you know, grandchild puts it on eBay and Chad collects them. Is, these these things are astonishing. I would yeah. I would study these books for hours. Anyway, Chad, his dream growing up in Olympia as a poor kid was to one day have a house on the ocean. But his dream of a house on the ocean was just like he just wanted a humble Northwest oyster shack on the ocean. He didn't want like a a new house. Mm-hmm. He very definitely wanted an old house. Okay. So after he became a big shot, he bought this little house on the ocean out in Shelton, which is BFE, you know, like if uh-huh. you could, 
if you could find a gooey duck to throw at somebody, you'd you'd consider yourself rich out hmm. there. Okay. And so I wrote him the other day, and I was like, "Are you in Shelton?" And he was like, "I've been here for two and a half weeks." And I said, "This is kind of your dream scenario." He was like, oh, "I'm wow. <clears throat> I'm never leaving." And he sent me pictures of like he's building planter boxes. He's got his little lumpen lead heads. He owns the shellfish rights for his beach, so he can collect. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. Okay, it sounds crazy now, but, but who's lousy with conch? In Washington State, there are a few different things about the shellfish beds. You can own you can own a house on the water and own the shellfish that are under the ocean in front of you. Oh, like mineral rights. I get right. it. But... The state of Washington also sold the shellfish rights separately from houses. So you can own a house on the beach, but some other dum-dum owns the shellfish rights. So you uh-huh. got to look out at these goofballs harvesting gooey ducks 100 feet out in front of your house. And then the tribes also have a treaty um, right to shellfish across the whole game, a certain percentage of the shellfish the tribes can just claim as part of a part of a treaty, an otherwise That's totally unfair treaty. Wild, just sui generis. They could just come in yeah. and take some of the shellfish, a percentage. Yes, because uh-huh. because of a treaty they signed 100 years ago that wow. that in every other respect screwed them out of everything. But and so that's one of the reasons that they're like, you know what, motherfuckers, we're taking these shellfish. Because it's one thing that is on this list that we are we're sticking real estate to. teaches us that it's a game of square feet, but it sounds to me what you're saying this real estate is really a game of cubic feet, and it goes under the sand. It goes under the sand under because the it sand. turns out gooey ducks. Are <laughs> okay. okay, oh, you're are, making me look it up. Three, three is a charm. What the fuck is a gooey duck? <laughs> they are graphic user popular. interface duck. Uh, they're extremely popular in Asia. Oh. Um. And so gooey ducks, which we're we're always considered kind of uh, like, like a uh, clam, kind of. It's a oh, it's a clam. It looks like a so, hog, and I don't so, mean a pig. So it is spelled geoduck, G E O D U C K, geoduck. Uh huh. It is the largest uh, in the clam family. It is uh, <laughs> it is the damn Sam clamest clam you'll ever slam. Okay. <laughs> they are the size of a hog. They're, like, they're like, a, like big, a man's big hog. They're too big to fit in a shell. Well, but they live. <laughs> Unless they, she's a milf clam. <laughs> but they. That's terrible. That's ter- but, but it looks like a dick. It's a big dick. Yeah. But big, big. And they're hugely popular, of course, because anything that looks oh, like a dick is popular wait. someplace. Oh, Asia. What am I going to do with you? And they slice them up. They're not a very good clam, I don't think. They're chewy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would go more for a little neck. Yeah. Like, you I'm like a micropenis the, clam. In my, in my experience, the smaller the clam, the, the crisper and more delicious. Oh, oh, John, it's true for everything. That's true for your yeah. peas. Yep. Oh, yeah, you, know, you want a small pea. Get a small pea. Get a small pea. That's nothing to be embarrassed about. You should be happy about that. You go to a clam bar back in New York State, and they mm-hmm. put these things on your plate that are as big as tennis shoes. You go somewhere, and they give you they give you an oyster on the half shell, and the half shell is the size of a, like a, an ultimate Frisbee. Yeah, it's a, there's those are Hard pass. Plans. I mean, you could serve me other, oh, you could serve me other seafood on the giant oyster. That mm-hmm. would be pretty cool. 
Oh, a little bit of crab. Uh-huh. But a little bit, stuff, a little bit of a non-human, non-centipede. Yeah. All that stuff out here in the West Coast is better. I'm sorry to tell you, mm-hmm. it's just better. Okay. Anyway, so so he's out there. He's got a he's got a dock that's grandfathered in because, of course, on Washington coastlines, if your dock is grandfathered, you can have a big old dock coming out from your house. But if it's not grandfathered, you can't just build uh, a dock. Oh, and that's an intransitive verb. You can't uh, grandfather a dock. It has to just get grandfathered. A, a dock is either grandfathered or it ain't. And if it ain't, oh, it, it ain't. ain't. That's probably, that might be a Native American's dock. That's right. Well, or at least sure, a portion of it, a percentage <laughs> of it. <laughs> they'll come take it away. But so he's got <laughs> this great into dock. a very, 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 very small casino. And the sea lions believe that the last hundred feet of his dock belonged to them. Oh, it's so theirs every, now. They live there. Yeah, so every morning he wakes up and he's got a bunch of sea lions on his dock. Now, is there a better thing mm-hmm. than your own group of, like, sea lions? If you're the sort of person who likes a morning rooster when they're in Hawaii, and you come uh-huh. back and you've got, you've got a sea lion, arr, 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 arr. and just so we're clear here, these are not, these are not seals. No. These are sea lions. These are these small, cuter, they're like halfway between an otter and a seal. No, a sea lion is bigger than a seal. A sea lion is a monster. Wait, so you're getting sea lions or seals? Sea lions. Oh, no, no, those are too big. You don't want those. They're giant. Oh, no, no. So Okay, so see, I flipped it and reversed it. I was thinking, you're, that, you're talking about the kind of like a San Francisco kind of like big boy. <laughs> so those, except the sea lions are like... <laughs> but the thing is, Chad has two dogs that look like sea lions and are the same size as sea lions. So the dogs run down on the dock and the sea lions and the dogs have a moment every morning <laughs> where the dogs are like, you're going in the water. And the sea lion is maybe mm-hmm. this time we'll fight. Maybe this time we'll fight. And the dogs are like, you're going in the water, but the dogs are not sure oh. because the sea lions are bigger than, frankly, the sea lions are bigger than the dogs. The sea lions weigh 400 pounds or whatever. Yeah. And the dogs do not. But they have a moment, but the but the dogs end up being the alphas every time they push those sea lions into the water. It's great out there, is what I'm saying. And it's really kind of like, I don't know. It's it's. I was gonna say it's different from preppers, but like so, preppers seem to have this sort of. Um, uh, they they've shorted humanity. They mm. bought short. In some yeah, they, sense. yeah, that's exactly right. right? And um, so essentially, they're saying, "Look, I'm pretty sure this whole thing's going to go tits up." And I'm going to be out there with boxes of ammunition and, and uh, Jim Baker buckets of corn and stuff like That's that. Right. And, and, and I will be like people who buy too much insurance. God bless them. They're going to be good and happy when something goes wrong because they feel like their short bet really paid off. They're, they want it so bad. They want it so Yeah, bad. I think it's a very – I don't want to – these are fraught times politically. But I think that is a pretty hairy sort of – at least among the non-super wealthy, that's a pretty right-wing type thing. I think that's among the super wealthy, it's a, it can be a very left-wing thing. I Not left right, but you know, libertarian nut job, sure. Elon Musk type situation. Sure. But anyway, in the I, case of but, your friend, but, it's just like Chad but, saying, "This is beautiful. I have this. I have the. I have the. The. Uh, I love have the. Uh, the bivalve house of my dreams." Chad and, is just like you in the sense huh. that all he wants is not to do anything. I get it. Yep. 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 And he got himself a little house where literally no one is ever going to just stop by, mm-hmm. except for the except, except for, the except sea, for his seal lines. <laughs> His next-door neighbor, whose name is Dr. Falcon, who used to work on a, <laughs> some kind of missile program. He made this line, Joshua. So Dr. Dr. Falcon comes over, and they fly kites or whatever, and Chad uh, loves it. Uh-huh. But Not otherwise, too often, but sometimes. Twice, twice, sometimes a month. Just, twice a month is plenty. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, he doesn't have to book any concerts. He doesn't have to meet Paul McCartney. He doesn't yeah, have to do yeah. anything. He wakes up Finally. in the morning. He has some coffee. He looks out at the sea lines. That's it. Yeah. Everything else is optional. God damn it. 
That and sounds pretty like, good. That sounds really so pretty good. good. So nice. So nice. Um, and with social distancing, I would say Kites with Falcon would be a very nice after. Uh, like, like, let's call it. Uh, uh, it might be a morning thing. I bet it's nice and windy yeah. in the morning. You spend twenty. You're twenty feet away from each other. You can still hear hear each other talk, but you don't cough on each other. Tiger yeah. Falcon's old. You don't want to. You don't want to. No, cough don't bother that guy. You know, the other thing. Something you've talked about so much over time, and I think this has some precedence in in your one of your other programs, is this idea of like. Uh, if there were some kind of EMP, wait, no, that's the place where you go to see the van and the shoes. But also, it's an electromagnet. Okay, yes. So the other EMP sub two. If we have one of those and all the information goes away, how will we survive? You know, mm. at the very least, how will we recreate Wikipedia? God bless it or whatever. Right, right. But we we have seen. I mean, is there anything more enduring? Maybe next to living well in a desert, which is very mm. difficult. You can live well by the sea, and you don't need all the electronics. Your tide pools, you'll figure it out. There's a lot of plenitude. In the sea, it's uh-huh. defined by plenitude. It's Unless, not. It's not a. It's not a. Uh, a comedy. Uh, a comedy. It's not an economy of scarcity. It's not an economy of scarcity. <laughs> it is a comedy of of uh, of abundance. I say it's a moist blanket of plenty. But if you're up here in the northwest, where you just go out, stick a shovel in the mud, and yeah. pull out some clams, yes. Um, and then, you know, harness up, uh, put a saddle on a sea lion mm-hmm. and then you're out, you know, you're swimming with the fishes, but not like Luca Brasi. No, no, a masculine child. That's right. Huh. <laughs> I feel like you could, I mean, you could just live on ferns alone. Absolutely. If you had enough butter, if you had enough butter. So you'd have to get pre-butter. You want to uh, stockpile? Would you have like a root cellar? No, you get sea lion butter. You get out there and milk them. You go milk, milk sea lion. And that, that's a mammal, right? Yes. I so, think so they have little water cities? They do have water stitties. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> All right. Let's keep it short today because I think I might be losing my fucking mind. If All right. Chad's so he's out there with Chad's, the walrus titties. <laughs> yeah. If Chad's dog didn't try, dogs didn't try and push those because Chad's dogs are water dogs. They're not afraid to go in after. Them. Oh, is it like a, something that ends in an oodle? It's a water uh, dog. I bet that's why it looks like a sea lion. It's a part of it's something doodle. It's it's um they are some kind of what are they they're what are they called they're like a lab and a kind of, poodle kind of thing yeah but it's not a cross it's there's some kind of purebred thing that looks like a I don't know looks like a furry sea lion how tall is it oh they are three feet at the shoulder they're giants like a Newfoundland or something no maybe? not that tall not okay. that tall right. two feet at the shoulder okay okay but they they, they ain't afraid of no seals. No, no, they're not. But if they weren't down there doing that, I mm-hmm. think Chad would have tamed the sea lions by now enough that he could not get close enough to milk them, mm-hmm. but get close enough to see the whites of their eyes. He's you know? Aquaman. He could be. Mm-hmm. Could be. I don't think he wants to. Frankly, I don't think he wants that to do either. He no, doesn't want no, to wake he up the good all like, the, the Hall of Justice meetings. In this case, he right. wants to. And I think Hall of Justice, God, you know, some of these clubs are closing down. Wholesale Slim's closed. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Boss yeah. Gags. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's all closed. Everything's closed. No, but I mean, like, Slims is out of business now. Well, <clears throat> you know, there's out of business and there's out of business. There's out of business and there's out of business. There's out of business and there's out of business. But it would be contra what it is that Chad is looking for, which is, uh, you know, by the sea, by the sea, by the beautiful sea. Yeah. He, he's been waiting for this his whole life. I think so. I'm trying to decide if I've been waiting for it. Yesterday, mm-hmm. I went down into my ravine and I spent seven hours moving logs hmm. with my own two hands oh. in, in a day that <gasps> wait is this a fo- i'm sorry is this a photo you posted on instagram did i post a photo on instagram like of, of I, like six or seven like horizontal or parallel logs oh logs a bunch i of thought logs. that was yeah. a legacy from your old pool this is new logs new ravine new logs new ravine okay 
and I'm moving logs and it ends up being like, uh, a, it ends up being like a training montage for a Rambo film down there okay. because I'm lifting logs. I'm moving wheelbarrows full of rocks. I'm digging in with a shovel. I'm pushing okay. stuff around. And by the end of the day, I, it's like a strongman competition. Every single, there are a couple of times where I'm moving so many heavy things that I have to sit down and just catch my breath just from moving heavy things. You could, that's the kind of situation, healthy or not, young or old, you can really injure yourself yeah. by overdoing just that one time. It only takes that one time. It only takes one Don't time. Don't you think? But I did I'm, that bringing up some of my daughter's uh, soy chocolate drink. I almost pulled something. And I thought it's probably a lot like John's logs. <laughs> I'm trying not to pull anything. Yeah. Although you're right. It, all it takes is once. You don't want to go to but, a hospital right now, my friend. I poof, tell you what, Ugh. but I'm down there and I'm making enough noise that the raccoons know that it's time to move to a different tree and mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff. I'm building trail. I'm literally building trail mm -hmm. and I couldn't be happier. Now, not everybody of course has, has a place where they can go build trail, right? Mm -hmm. There are even Seattle, which is good, is a good town for this. We're way, way, way ahead of the curve. Somebody posted a picture of Green Lake, uh, which is our local like lake to jog around. All these people out there, thousands of people out jogging around, thinking that it's just a vacation, thinking they got a couple of days off of work. I'm like, this you is guys, apparently a huge problem. You can't do this. You can't. Go. It's not a day off of work. You have to stay home, or you have to go in your own backyard and build trail. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. If we could do this, every I mean, things I'm reading right now are saying if we could do this, like really fucking do this for two weeks, we would be very close to fine. Two weeks. That's, that's you not got that the, much. the part you're, you're skipping over, everybody, is you got to really do it. Yeah. And you, the, the, the trend, this is boring, and I'll only say it once, and we'll get back to the goofs, but like the, the thing is, all the other countries are showing us that the, the, big, trans, or the big problems, are, it, the biggest heavy transmission, because it's so transmittable, is inside of family units, but it's when you cross over from this family to that family, then, then guess what? Now that's very transmittable. If you keep exposure limited to your one little group, even if one person gets sick, you'll mostly be fine, but you yeah. just, it's just, it's so obvious. And it's like, nobody's having fun with this, especially no. the doctors and nurses and techs, all those <laughs> folks. Like, well, you got to do this, people. You got to really, really not be around. And it doesn't mean stay inside, but it does mean stay the fuck away from other people that aren't your family. <laughs> My mom, who always has some, she's always running some fucking errand. My mom now shows up here, rings the doorbell. <laughs> and then runs down the path like the guy in the neck brace in Raising Arizona. <laughs> and that's and official. She, <laughs> and she, she turns around. She says, you some kind of big man. Keep your damn hands <laughs> off my wife. And I go, I'm not a big man. First, first of all, you're fired, and that's official. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Squarespace. You can learn more about Squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com slash supertrain. Friends, there are so many things you could do with Squarespace, and what better time than now? You got a little bit of time to yourself, go make yourself a Squarespace site. You go to squarespace.com slash supertrain. What are you going to do? Well, you're going to create a beautiful website to turn your cool idea into your new home right there on the global internet. You can showcase your work. You can have a blog or publish other kinds of content. You can sell products and services of all kinds. You could promote your physical or online business. You can announce an upcoming event or a special project and so much more. Squarespace does this by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers, powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online. You get the ability to customize the look and feel settings, products of your site. Just a few clicks. This is all really true. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. 
They're offering a new way to buy domains where you can choose from over 200 domain name extensions. Of course, they have analytics that help you grow in real time and built-in search engine optimization. Friends, this is free and secure hosting. That means there's nothing to patch or upgrade ever. And of course, they offer their 24 by 7 award-winning customer support. They're encouraging folks to make it. You make it with Squarespace. And you know what? I did. Me and my pal John Roderick, we did make it with Squarespace because you're using Squarespace right now because you're listening to the Roderick Online Podcast, which is hosted exclusively with Squarespace. Has been for years, ever since, whenever that was, dig it, dig it, dig it, 2011. Never look back. Always the same. Love it. Love the Squarespace. So, you know, why don't you join us? Why don't you catch up? Read a book. You know, go get on Squarespace. Just go to squarespace.com slash supertrain. You're going to get a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code supertrain to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Once again, squarespace.com slash supertrain. Offer code supertrain. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Roderick on the line and all the great shows. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> anyway, she, she stops, you know, 15 I'm feet down the path. talking about love. <laughs> and then I stand behind the screen door. Okay. And we have, you know, a 25-minute conversation where she's like, now I was doing, you know, th- thinking about this and what if... Oh, that's great. You guys are still collaborating. It's just it's a little bit higher volume. Yeah, and she just has to stand. She just has to stand down there, and I just think she's hilarious. She's she's out running errands. It's just that she makes sure that she's twenty feet from anybody, which is what she prefers. That's what she's been waiting for her whole life. Yeah. Just yeah. Now, now, now you're allowed to do it. it. Now you're allowed to yeah. do it. Now when I go by people on the sidewalk, I can be both friendly and brief. And brief, and also. <laughs> 15 feet away. Well, you know what I mean, though? It isn't the, like, low level, it's going to take me four minutes to talk to the guy who likes to say hi. It's going to be like, hey, hey, stay healthy. Meet me. (laughs) And I go off my segue like Roadrunner. You know, I have that thing where if I'm coming down the block and and I meet someone coming the other way that Mm -hmm. in any way might feel like they don't want to pass me. Right. Like at any time of the day, if you're walking, particularly in, say, a rural area and you see somebody coming the other way and that somebody is basically a guy your age also wearing a baseball hat that says uh, precisement Mm -hmm. and probably is like either taking a dip in or putting a dip out. Yeah. I got no problem walking right, right across. What about right, a woman right with headphones who doesn't realize you're there? Oh no! See, that's, I say that's like you're going to be doing all kinds. Of, like you just wait until she's a block ahead, and that's when you go yeah. honk, honk, with your air horn. Say, I'm back here. I'm acknowledging away. that I'm not acknowledging you. Fifty feet away, <clears throat> and anytime it's it's a parent with a young kid, any any of this, I always I I'll jump down into the street. I'll walk, you know, out. 10 feet into the road. If it's not a busy road, I'll step aside and, you know, kind of wait on the other side of a park bench until they walk past. <laughs> Will you do a Lord and, of the Rings and just jump behind a log? <laughs> I jump behind a log and, and the Nazgul come and they sniff the air. But, but half the time, even that action, it looks so sketchy. Of, well, it does. It looks like I've got a court order to stay away from kids. You know what I mean? Like it just. Yeah, looks I can't a afford little, one more hit. I'm <laughs> not going back. Sketchy. I'm not going back. And especially, you know, sometimes I'm in dirty <clears throat> jeans and I got a black watch cap pulled down over my eyes, or you know, or even just a hat that says "Precise Mold" is a little little yeah. suspect. Very French. But now, if I jump into the street, or if I disappear into a bush, or I hide behind a log, everybody's grateful. Now you're a patriot. <laughs> They're like, he yeah. he looks like a scary hobo, but he's actually yeah. a very considerate. He cares citizen. about the olds. 
He does. He cares about olds and youngs and everybody in between. Yep, 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 yep. <clears throat> anyway, right now, I cannot wait to go back over there and start moving some more logs. I don't know what that is. Like, anytime I feel like I maybe I made a mistake buying this house, it's I'm four months into owning it and I'm still not living there because I'm moving all the toilets around. But then I go down and I move some logs and I'm like, this is absolute heaven. Yeah. I would trade this for, I think I might still prefer it if it was on the ocean and had a bunch of fallen logs. Well, that's ocean, a Donald Rumsfeld situation. <clears throat> you know what I mean? That's right. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I am, I'm just, I, I could go on and on about this and won't, but like every, every, so many times each day I feel so goddamn grateful for what mm. I'm not stuck in. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, mm-hmm. oh, John, like imagine... Well, imagine that you had your sensibility of civic engagement that you have today, but also you were drinking an awful lot and you didn't like your roommates and maybe mm. you were living, sleeping in oh. that van outside with the cord. Like, oh. Imagine all the roommate situations you've been in, and let's be honest, that you have caused. Imagine yeah, having sure. to be with those folks and they, importantly, having to be with you for maybe yes. a month. Oh. And, you're, and also, by, by the way, did I mention you don't have any money? There was there there were so many times in my life where if so, if all of a sudden a sequester had come down, mm-hmm. the other people in the house <clears throat> would have very slowly turned their heads to look at me <laughs> and gone you. There's, out. There's not, it's just wordless. <laughs> yeah, it were, it's not even it's not even a question. It's just like you kind of knew this yeah. should have happened a long time ago, but it's it's right. really important we not get into a whole thing and you just leave now. This is it. Hit yep. the bricks. And I would have been like, oh, shit. Yeah. But every door would have been closed. And I would have been standing there with a, <laughs> like a, a sleeping bag half stuffed into a stuff sack and like in pajama <laughs> bottoms going, hey. Oh, your hair is all, your hair's all messed up. You still sleep in your eyes. And, and I the theme from I the got, Odd Couple is playing. I got an, a half empty, <laughs> half rack of, of, of Strohs or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. I got eight beers. <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, know you'd be what Felix and Oscar in that. Oh, uh, oh. <sighs> no, in the sense that your your wife would be throwing out because you're insufferable, but also you'd right. be sloppy boy. Sloppy boy. And th- and the thing about drinking, I don't know if you you heard this, but like liquor stores are considered essential. So uh, is weed. Uh, do, 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 do. Our local, the, uh, the best weed dealer in town. They're all, all the weed dealers, but the uh, they're they're considered essential, and they'll still come out to your house. Oh, for sure. And <laughs> yeah. you know, and I it's pretty amazing, like, and they're very nice. Liquor stores are. In the top two most essential things for, I'm going to say, 60% of Americans and and 70% of non-Muslim worldwides. Um, But the thing is, and this is something I need to say to everybody, if you are struggling with alcohol dependency and have stopped, if you are like trying to get sober, this is going to be extra hard. Yeah. Because no meetings and stuff, right? Well, no meetings and also like... When you're trying to get sober, your brain is looking for any reason why this is different, why this particular moment is different. That's what your brain is doing. Oh, gosh, yes. Right? It's always like, it's New Year's Eve, or, oh, my wife just left me, or, oh, I got a promotion at work. Your brain is always trying to figure out why today is a day that you should try and drink. Imagine it's kind of like you're waiting for that opportunity when your brain says to you, and you believe your brain, when it says today is different, and you'd be crazy not to. Today is different. Mm-hmm. And the problem is I'm doing it. I'm sitting at home every oh, day like man. another banana split is the least I should be doing in, you know, as part of this sequester, right? It can't last forever. And so it's banana split time. Mm-hmm. 
But if I was four months sober and my brain was like, you know what you should be doing is drinking. Is that, a, is that would, like a big remission sort of time? It would be really hard. Mm. And so I just want to say to all those people who are trying to stay sober, just you got to really commit to knowing that that's your brain fucking with you and sequester is not a time to go get drunk or high. Mm -hmm. If you are already a drunk or a stoner, mm -hmm. you know, of course, like okay. by, all means, yeah. by all means, <laughs> what you've been training. this is what you've been training. <laughs> it really is, you know. <laughs> so, I don't have been better keeping social distance. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, but listen, if you're trying to stay sober, that's more important. Hey, jokes jokes as they say, jokes are leaving the room here. What what should somebody do if they're struggling right now, John? Well, you know, there are a lot of people you can call on the phone. There are a lot of people you can reach out to. You know this already. There's already people on your list of phones that you can call. You should call them. But also just be reminded that your brain's playing tricks on you. Mm-hmm. If it tries to tell you that this is that this is uh, di this today is different. If your brain is trying to tell you that today is different, and this goes for a lot of things other than drugs and alcohol, mm -hmm. I should be saying this to myself about banana splits. I bet people. I bet there's a lot of pretty wild eating right now. I'm actually eating oh. way, 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 way less really? uh, for some reason. Yeah, yeah, I lost like five pounds, which is weird. That's really. Um, that is not what I'm doing. No, yeah, I know. It's I don't know why. Um, but I'm like spaghetti for breakfast. Also, I'm the, in. the the crazy part, and this is, I'm so reluctant to talk about this because it sounds like I'm I'm bragging or something. But like it is, it's kind of nice. I don't know. My kid went out with straight A's. I'm really proud of her. We got her quote unquote hey. final grades. <laughs> <laughs> from March. It's March. Like, she got fours and everything, which made me really happy. But like, she's, I, I gotta be honest with you, man. I, I've said this before and I know this, is, this will probably come back to bite me in the ass, but like, I think it's so important that everybody, if we had, if we had a way to press the big button right now, the big Danish button or whatever, I would love it if everybody just got, you know what? Unless you're helping people who are sick or helping to find out how to make people not get sick, unless you're involved in that effort, how can everybody gets two weeks off? No questions asked. Like, whatever you're making, we're going to pay you for the last two weeks. For the next two weeks, I mean, just, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, my, my wife is working. I, I can't believe she works this hard at an office. If she works anywhere near this hard at an, uh, at an office, it's amazing how hard she's working at home. Because she works for a university that is actually fighting this. So she's got shit to do. And she's doing it from home. But she was working. She worked probably six or eight hours yesterday. Uh, I know, because I was napping in the room while she was working. But like, I don't you think kids and adults shouldn't everybody just get a little bit of time off before we decide to get all little house on the prairie? Like before we get all like, oh, you know, we need to get back to reading the great books and doing our uh, our math maths. Like I just feel like we need a little bit of time. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's important to go straight into that. But like, I think you know we made chocolate chip cookies last night and we didn't apologize to anybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's your what's your feeling on that? Everybody's different, and like some people need a certain level of that kind of stimulation. But and with that said, my kid still does the very the vague general homework. She does her, her coding projects. She practices ukulele. She does whatever just because she enjoys that. She does craft projects. She st finds ways to stay busy on her own. Oh yes, and plays Animal Crossing, of course. But she, you know what I'm saying? Like she's she's keeping herself busy. She's not bouncing off the walls. Then again, she's not like let's say a three year old boy. So that's different. But what's your stand on that? Do, do you feel like we should be diving straight into like full on bunker mode? Or do you, I see, I feel like we need to pass through a period of transition into whatever this becomes for a couple of weeks. What's your, what's your stand on that? What are you doing at home? 
Um, well, so... Are you doing yes, active schooling for child now? Yesterday at dinner, I, uh, I looked across the table at my daughter, who had a mouthful of spaghetti, and I said, tomorrow is Monday, and your mother is going to be back at work making phone calls to all of her uh, executive teams. And daddy is going to go downstairs and talk to Merlin. Uh And then he's going to move some logs. What are you going to do? And her eyes got wide. And she was like, what do you mean? And I said, well, last week was the first week of this sequester. And so although we did some schoolwork and some activities, we were kind of spending a lot of time going down to the beach and looking at crabs. But this week... I feel like mm-hmm. might be time to get on some math. Mm-hmm. And she was like, but, and I was like, mm-hmm. get the calendar out and let's make a schedule. She's more, I mean, again, everybody's different. I, I respect and honor everybody's differences. Uh, your kid is also at an age where like, if I, if I have her age paid correctly, she's right square in the middle of like worksheet land. There's like, she's right in that. Like we need to do a lot of these sums and you need to show your work and do the line. Probably you're doing some number line stuff, I'm guessing, but a lot of stuff where she's going to need direction to do the maths. Is that, is that accurate? Well, so <clears throat> we went online and thank God for the internet. Am I right? Am I right? I, thank John, God I can't, I, John, that is a blinding possible light. I cannot even look at is what happens if that goes away. But yes, yes. Thank you for the internet. Yes. Can you even imagine? Can you even imagine if all you had was your local TV stations right now? Uh, or or not even those. Because Merlin, you have to somebody somebody tweeted at me today. They were like, Well, you know, if the economy uh <laughs> <laughs> I literally just pasted those three words and that punctuation mark into uh the title the, the, the problem for this show <laughs> in this economy. So you go on the internet and you're getting maths. You're getting you're you're uh, did, yeah. uh, withdrawing so, uh, maths from the internet. About, I was about to say somebody tweeted me this morning. They were like trying to they were trying to say <clears throat> that if the economy went, if the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, that that maybe the water and power would get shut off. All right, and pump the brakes. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> let's go easy. Hang on. All right, piling water or whatever. And I was like, wow, I don't know, man. I'm not sure. Somebody else texted me or or DM. They slid into my DMs and they were like, what keeps us from uh, just taking the 500, taking $500 billion from the rich people and redistributing it? And I was like, well, (laughs) I can think of a few things. Let's walk through it. You know, Uh, just like army Um, walk through this in the, in the form of a paragraph. mm -hmm. Uh, Here's, here's what that would require. I mean, you know, you can do it. Here's just what it would require. And so all you have to do is follow me through four sentences. Like if you could get Congress to vote on it, then it would be, then we would still have the American form of government. If you couldn't get Congress to vote on it and did it anyway, we would no longer have an American form of government. We would have a new kind of government Mm -hmm. that was not democratic. So, and because if you can't get Congress to vote on it, you're not going to get a plurality of people to vote or to agree to it. That's right? so interesting. And it makes me think of keep moving and get out of the way because other people buy the people for the people. It's important that you have all three much like keep moving and get out of the way. If exactly you just right. buffet one of those, you got a real different kind of government. If it's just of the people, uh, I was a lot of Central America in the seventies, uh, hard pass, no gracias. Exactly. So, and then if you're, 
if you have a new form of government that the people didn't all, you know, or that a majority of the people didn't agree on, yeah. and that new form of government is is like just doing what it wants, well, you got a new form of government entirely. And so I don't know, point to one in the world that you look at and like that does that kind of thing. That's one thing if it's yeah. like four roommates in, a, in an English uh, comedy. From the right. early 80s, but I don't know if I want to live in Anarchy House all the time, especially if it's with 300 million people. If you've got four roommates and one of them has eight cans of Strohs oh, in right. a half-ounce of and you decide you're going to take those, we grow the seed. We just grow the seed. Hands up, who likes me? <laughs> Anyway, so <laughs> oh, we should. I should introduce my kid to the young ones. It's the perfect time. <laughs> Was it too early? They in peace. I, uh, I, I, I downloaded some math homework okay. uh, this morning, and uh, and 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 she uh, woke up on her own at nine. She made a little breakfast. We sat down at the table, oh. plopped the math homework down, and said, "Okay." While I'm talking to Doctor Merlin. You work on your math. Then I'll come up and we'll work on it a little bit together. And then at 1130 or 12, we'll move on to science. We'll take a little lunch break. We'll oh, you're, go doing, out. you're doing this, buddy. Yeah. We'll go out. We'll look at some crabs. Now, I don't know how long I'm going to be able to keep this up, frankly, because, you know, like one of these days... I'm gonna go. Uh, just, just play. Can you just? So somebody, a famously retweeted thing from even like over a week ago was I think somebody in England, and they said, "Well, I've been what is it? I've been teaching my kid at home for four hours, and I now realize that every teacher should be paid a million pounds per year." <laughs> no, now imagine doing that with all the other kids, and not just your precious angel. Oh, all the other kids, many of whom are monsters, all and their the parents kids. are monsters. Right? Oh no, they're basically they're they're in a they're in a kennel with lunch. They're out there. Their their parents are out there jogging around Green Lake right at this moment, and you're yeah. supposed to teach them the same as my little angel. Well, I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, I got Here's so many the, resources. So now, have you as a, as a familia? Mm-hmm. Let me ask this a certain way: Does the man family? Does the man do the man's have a plan? Do you have another family, one other family that you consider a close family? Who's your close family? Do you have one? Um, not you okay. So to, I will, I will to. try to answer this, uh, even though I'm not sure where you're going with this. The closest family for us would be our in-laws out in Gold Country, a couple three hours from here. But uh, as far as the neighborhood or the city, not per se, no. There's nobody where we could, like, I don't know where you're going with this, but uh, just speculate. It's not anything where we would say, oh, pull up stakes, the water heater blew up, now now we're two families, one house. Is that the kind of thing you're talking about? Yes, right. Because across the street here, right across the street, is my daughter's nominal best friend. Oh, that's so cool. It's great. And they run across the street back and forth. They ring the doorbell on each other all the time. And, um, and you know, it's the type of best frienditude where if the chips were down, it's really unclear whether her little friend across the street would totally betray her and hang her out to dry for some other girl. Mm-hmm. But it's also because my sweet little angel, uh, reports on things subjectively. It's not clear to me 
how reliable her friendship is either. They are yeah. nine-year-old girls. They sound, they sound like they have the, they follow the, uh, the principles and, uh, the codicils of a summertime friend. Right. Where they might, they, they might have just drop the whole thing and walk away at a moment's notice. They right, live right across the street from each other. So, so all the time I look out the window at them, uh, meeting in the street and on their scooters and stuff. And I think when they are 16 mm-hmm. and little girl across the street has some rinky boyfriend, who drives a beat up Honda Civic and she sneaks out at night and he's got a leather jacket and they drive off. And my sweet little angel is sitting, looking out the window in her, you know, in her wearing her, whatever her uh, ring that indicates she's married to Jesus or whatever, except it's Cthulhu. Like what, how am I going to manage this relationship? Then that's going to be tricky. I'm going to have, what what am I going to have? Tiger traps all around the house. Can't do that. Uh -uh. You're not zoned for that. Anyway, right now, her the, so her family across the street, mom and dad are pretty darn introverted and keep to themselves anyway all the time. Except mom is a lawyer and goes to work mm-hmm. still in mm. a law office. Oh my! So that's not wholesome. All, uh, and and her older sister is a furry. So who knows mm. how much exposure they have? But she, she so comes, just, I'm sorry, you, you went by super fast on that. So she, so mm, the mm. the friend of your daughter who lives across the street with the introverted parents, one of whom is a lawyer. There yes. is a person in that family, a female person, child, yes. older than your daughter, who is what yes. you have uh, called a furry. Yes, in fact, all I think a college, like er, starting college age. Oh, have you seen her in her fursona? Furry. Yes. I okay. Have. Okay. Is she like a and squirrel all, or something? Mm, she's some kind of blue cat. Oh, okay. But also she sometimes is wearing uh like Ren Fair stuff. I mean, she she runs the gamut. Okay. Cool. But I don't know. She's got a rinky boyfriend that shows up every once in a while in a Honda Civic. I don't think he wears a uh leather jacket. I think he wears a leather top hat. But mm. whatever. I don't well, red flag. I can't, I can't monitor who's coming and going out of there. But her little friend shows up over here. Ding dong. And I'm like, now, are we going to try and combine the um, the two homes? Because her parents don't want that, and I don't want that. I mean, in the sense that I don't want them over here, and they don't want us over there. They have one of those plug-in air fresheners. You oh. plug it into the wall. What's called a sensei? It, I don't. It, yeah, it burns essential oils or something. Oh, okay. Every person that goes over there comes back smelling like whatever it is. And they made us some cookies the other day, and the cookies didn't smell like the air freshener. They tasted like the air freshener. Oh, can I give you one word, three syllables? Because La- it's in Lavender, the air. lavender. Except for myself, for myself, it's, it's like any, I, I am, my superpower is that any, any tiny amount of lavender, which is a very nice smell, but the mm. smallest amount of lavender, it goes quickly from, that smells kind of nice too. I can't get this taste out of my entire head. Yes. And that's, I think some of those people, they get, they get, uh, what do you call it? Uh, herd immunity. They get a nerd and they stop noticing. It's like a lady who wears, or a man, let's be honest, who wears too much toilet water and they don't realize it's too much toilet water. They, they're, they're living in a sensei, I think. Oh, gross. Uh, they are. Ugh. They are. Were they chocolate chip? What kind of cookies were they? They were, uh, they were M&M, M&M chip. Cause they sound like the kind of people that might put raisins in cookies. They did. They didn't. In this case, I think he's he has the right attitude about cake and cookies, which is more chocolate, more the time. Don't get cute. This is this is the wrong time to get cute with your baked goods. 
But I don't know. I can't. So my daughter sits in here with those big, keen painting crying eyes where she's like, my best friend is right on the other side of the glass. And her daddy said that she can play. And why are you saying that I can't play? And I say, go do your math homework. Mm -hmm. That's not tenable. That can't last forever. Mm -hmm. But that means that I'm basically inviting a furry's boyfriend into my home. Did you say anybody has a leather hat? A furry boyfriend with a leather hat who's, yeah. who smells like lavender oh, man. is basically riding piggyback on this poor little girl that she didn't choose this her sounds life. Like a power, John, it sounds like a power... No offense. No shade, no lemonade, but it sounds a little bit like a PowerPoint at a, at a, at a, at a elementary school assembly about what to watch for. In my, in my book, there's one person who's allowed to wear a leather hat off the top of my dome, and that's Julie Andrews in The Sound of Music. She has a very handsome leather hat in that. Now, I think a lot, when you run into most people with a leather hat, you're going to end up in a clown's basement. Be super careful about that. That's just you, my opinion. You don't want to end up in a clown's basement. That's what I'm saying. Especially not a clown with COVID-19 coronavirus. Right. And then they read you the Bible. So I don't want it. Because, you know, Merlin, right. I, I, <clears throat> I feel like, and I've said this before, I feel like the weak part, and we all have weak parts, Right. The weak part of me is my lungs and my eyes. Those are the weak parts. What about your knees? Well, the thing is, my knees are weak because I because of something I did. Oh, your knees can't catch a catch a bug. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's like a. It's, it's not, not like a pathway, as they say. No, I mean, if if the, if right now we had a plague of clowns that were baseball batting people's knees, I oh, would like a also galo- like a gululi, like gululi. If he a was gululi. a clown, like gululi. If it was a galooly, galooly if there were everywhere, <laughs> if, watch, it's so important to watch out for the galooly clowns. If there were galooly clowns everywhere, I would stay inside, <laughs> just as if there were if there were Lorena Bobbitts all around the. Oh no, were, that would suck. You would have to stay inside if there were Lorena I like Bobbitts part. everywhere. I wouldn't mind keeping that a few more years. It might kill you, right? <clears throat> sure, that's a very vascular area. You mm. would lose a lot of blood if you got your got your uh, got your hog clamped. But, I feel like my lungs are have always been a weak point. I get sick all the time. I catch every little bug. I'm right. always, you know, every time I go on a vacation, I spend the first four days lying in bed with a fever. Like, I just get it. I get it. Whatever it is, I'm going to catch it. That, you know, that's pe- true. You do seem a little <laughs> bit vulnerable to that pathway. You're right. In the lungs, especially. And I don't know why. I don't know why God was like, I'm going to make all of you super big, except your lungs are going to be this vector of uh, everything that comes along. Yeah. And so I don't want to get this. I do not think, I think everybody around me, including my mom, would get it and sh- just shrug it off, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're the ones that are going to be like, I didn't even show any symptoms. I just transmitted it to 15 people. Yeah. But me, I'm gonna get sick, and I don't want. I don't want to get sick. Uh-uh. I'm scared. I'm scared of. I'm scared of it. Uh-huh. Personally scared of it. So I don't want. I don't want a furry's boyfriend, uh-huh. like licking my daughter's best friend and sending her out into the street. I wonder how long I can live on a leather top hat. How long it can live on a leather? I, I bet. I bet his top hat is half coronavirus. <laughs> I woke up this morning, very late. As you know, I texted you from bed, and I was like, because I was trying to capture some bonus sleep and trying to figure out a couple dreams. And anyways, I got up, and I went out in the lounge, and my daughter, in an unusually perky way, because she's at that age now where she's, you know, she's, you know, she's a tween. 
And she's like, hey, can we watch more uh, Ozymandias tonight? And I was like, mm, Ozymandias? Because, you know, with the, uh, the music, uh, the guy with the wig. I was like, oh, yeah, Amadeus, of course. So we watched the first half of Amadeus last night. Oh, and Amadeus, movie that Amadeus, I, well, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, oh, my God. Um, Vienna calling. Oh. But I, um, I've been trying to get her. Gosh, she drives me fucking crazy. I always have to say to her, when she does this one thing, I always say to her, uh, chocolate and Toy Story, honey. Chocolate and Toy Story. Two things that she swore at one point that she would never try because she knew she wouldn't like them. I always have to say chocolate. to her, chocolate and Toy Story. Less Toy Story now, but honey, what you need to remember is the single largest staple of your diet is something you once regarded as something that was not for you. So Will what is you that, please? Toy Story or chocolate? Ditto both. Ditto I both. See. And I so see. it says to her, I says, would you trust your dumb dad? Trust your dumb dad. I know, I got a pretty good feeling you're going to like devs. I got a pretty good feeling, let's be honest, you're going to like Watchmen. In this case, honey, cut me a break. Just, will you at least give Amadeus a shot? Because I got a feeling you're going to like it. Mm-hmm. And of course, it, it, I, I, I love that movie so much. I'm real normie like that, but I think it's yeah. just such a tremendous movie. You're and a basic it's, bitch. It is, I'm a basic bitch, but you know what else is nice about it is like, do you remember how popular the Neville Mariner um, music from the movie was after that? Because so many people heard Mozart in context for the first, first time and didn't need a Sherpa or a public radio station to go, this music is transcendent. It really is. I mean, his music is, is so special and different. Like, you know, him and Bach are like two where they're like, they're on another level in different ways. But anyway. Well, and also the, the you know, uh, Galtieri took the, took the Union Jack, uh, uh, you know, and, um, and Thatcher with the, with their tears, uh, hmm. took Cruiser with all hands, hmm. you hmm. know. Is that from and the Muppet was... movie? What was that? <laughs> talking about F. Murray Abraham? Uh, that was a really, really obscure. intentionally garbled quote uh-huh. from the final Pink Floyd album, The Final Cut. Oh, the, which holy was, shit. Which was a Roger Waters solo album. You're scraping the black mold out of somebody's basement. It holy was truly, shit. It was truly. And that was a song referring to the Falklands War. Okay. And the Falklands War, and so I was, I was, uh, I was Doctor Falkland. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I, I was mis uh, transposing. Oh, sorry, no, sorry, don't explain the joke. You're killing me. And uh, and and consigliere. Oh, I get it. I see. And Caligula. Gab, Gab, what's his name? Gabagool, Gabaliri. Gab, Who's the Italian Gabaliri. guy? Who's Gab, the guy? Gabagari. Gabagari's Gab, Gab, van. Point is, it ends with me me going downhill on a Segway wearing an N95 mask with Mozart's uh, 40th Symphony playing over the speaker this morning. Wait, where did you get an N95 mask? Oh, we've had we've had three left over from the the big fires a couple. I have some. I have some here too because I often do uh, I often do work around the house. This is an opportunity though. Yes, they should learn. Yes, we must fill their brains with the sciences and maths. But it's also a nice opportunity to get to like do a little thing. Like you get, there's all kinds of little projects that you can start. For now, here's what I'm saying. This is gonna get worse. So have a fun project now. Make some cookies. It's gonna get worse, is the thing. <laughs> <That's a good> and, <laughs> <laughs> 